Alright. You guys listen to a little Carrie Underwood softly in the background while I preparest myself for this podcast. Hope everyone's doing good. Good, 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 good. I don't know if we're getting ready for a winter storm or a winter nothing (laughs) where I am. For a week, they told us we were getting four to six inches of snow between tonight and tomorrow afternoon. Then I turn on the TV and they said, well, we'll be lucky to get two inches and it'll be done by 7 a.m. I don't know. Find out when I wake up, I reckon. Lay up a stogie and get going here. Maybe we will. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm such a douche. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Americana the American Way. I am Big John. Follow me on Twitter and Getter at the real underscore Big John, and follow me on uh, well, this podcast is on every podcast app, Rumble.com, Americana, the American Way. So. Polls not looking good for the Democrats this fall. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think polls mean a lot this election. But let me preface this with something. A lot of parents, soccer moms, suburban moms, learned a lot during the pandemic, during the lockdowns. That should have never happened. The lockdown shouldn't have happened. Anyhow. That's neither here nor there. As we saw in the case of the state of Virginia. And of course they were all called racist. And xylophonic. And homophobic. And blah blah woof woof. But moms that were. Democrat. That were my my body, my choice. I don't know why I said it in that tone. Uh, you know, orange man, bad moms, right? <clears throat> Got a wood awakening. They're like, what the shit? This is what they're teaching my kid in school? That's my job to teach my kid morality. And then they got a, a big... They got no... 
no spoonfuls, no, there wasn't no spoonful of sugar to help the Biden medicine go down. It was just, damn, what did we do? So, this Wall Street Journal poll, I'm just going to cover real quick and get inject some opinion. Uh, the, the things that people thought the Democrats would be good at, better at than Republicans, that margin is slipping. Uh, things like the pandemic. Everyone thought, oh, Trump did all this wrong. The news, the media said that the Republicans did terrible of handling the coronavirus, the spread, the this, the da, da, da. Now only 11%, or the Democrats only hold an 11% lead in that handling of the virus because Biden came into office, things got worse. <laughs> who to thunk it? Uh, the Delta variant was, and there were other variants between the Alpha, the original, and the Delta. But they learned you can't control Mother Nature. This Trump vaccine that Donald Trump still swears, you know, he invented it. He pushed it. He pushed it through the red tape. Is what he did. But he says it, he still thinks it's a beautiful, wonderful vaccine. It doesn't work. I get vaccinated for the flu every year. Haven't had the flu in years. I got polio vaccine. Ain't never had polio. Not once. You only get it once, by the way. That was sarcasm. You get it once, and you're fucked for life. Just ask the people that take the Bill Gates polio vaccine. So, uh, let's see here. Edumacation. Uh, what Democrats once had a 9% lead on being better at edumacating kids than Republicans. I don't understand how that's a Republican-Democrat issue. I think it should be a local issue and it should be uh, between parents and their local school, frankly. But uh, the Democrats have gone from a 9% lead in edumatation to a 5% lead. What's this mean? Democrats are really big on pushing gender theory, critical race theory. Republicans are like, shut the F up. We want to be the education party that educates kids on reading, writing, and arithmetic. Okay? Reading, writing, and math. That's what an education is. That's what school is supposed to teach your kid. It's not supposed to teach your kid morality. It's not supposed to teach your kid how many mommies and daddies somebody's allowed to have. And frankly, I, I don't care. The, I know that battle is lost on the greater population. For me, if I find the right woman, she, my, my kids will have a dad and a mom, and that's that. But if 
dude over here wants to marry a dude and adopt kids? I'm going to stop him. But it ain't the school's job to teach a kid that. Now, if, if, if the teacher sees, you know, little Bobby and little Jethro and whoever picking on little Tommy because he's got two dads or two moms or whatever the hell else they've come up with these days. Yes, the school should stop and say bullying is wrong. Picking on a kid is wrong. That's it. That's it. They, they shouldn't be teaching your kid what, what non-binary is because nobody knows what the fuck that is. Even non-binary people don't know how to describe non-binary. <laughs> um, but that's not what school's for. Uh, if you choose to uh, send your kid to uh, a school that teaches morals, uh, the United Church of Satan school, that's your choice. Being a little outlandish because obviously... Obviously, I would say send your kid to a Christian wholesome school. Or if you choose to homeschool your kid. Um, I know where I'm from. Homeschooled children can... Get, if they live in the school... or I don't know. Okay, I'm not going to go into detail. If your kid's homeschooled, they can still attend school functions. Uh, they can still play on the sports teams. They can still go to the dances and things like that. But I think they have to live in that district. Not 100 on that. But your kid can attend public school events because you still pay taxes that go to pay for this funding of the school. Even though uh, you may not like the curriculum so you teach your kid at home. So... Which party would best protect the middle class? This should be a no-brainer. Obviously the Republicans. What? Stupid people do stupid things, I don't know. Five percent advantage for the Democrats four months ago has evaporated and left the parties tied. So that means Republicans probably have an advantage in that one. Um, voters gave the Democrats poor marks for handling inflation. Well, shit fire. They they created it. No shit. <laughs> uh, Trump didn't help when we were printing off money like silly during the pandemical, but. Anyhow, I wanted to, this juicy small yay deal ended. Uh, it ended a few weeks ago, and he was found guilty. He was sentenced to 150 days in jail t uh, today or yesterday, or well, it depends on when the hell you're watching this. But he was sentenced to 150 days in jail. <laughs> I 
I wanted to know what kind of sandwich he he ordered. Now we're well, especially since we're still uh, middle post pandemic where I live. There's nothing open twenty four seven except for um, Sheets gas station and, and Sheets. They have you can order like food. Tastes a little like gasoline, but it's good. Now it's actually one of my favorite places. Okay, anywhere that has food is one of my favorite places. But anyways, nothing's open 24-7. But this was pre-pandemic. And on one of the coldest days of the year, minus 16 degrees below zero Fahrenheit, which is like minus 9 million Celsius, I think, Juicy decided to go get a Subway sandwich. I want to know what the fucking sandwich was. Can't find anywhere. But uh, the police say a Subway sandwich was a key piece of evidence in the case against him. Former Chicago police superintendent said... On... um. It's, News Nation Now, Morning in America. Smollett left his house at 2 a.m. He claimed to be attacked, uh, or the, the day he claimed to be attacked to buy the sandwich. Johnson said, okay, that's fine. He comes back and gets attacked in a hate crime, supposed hate crime, and during the scuffle... They pour bleach on him and all this. When he got up and went to, into his apartment building, he still had the Subway sandwich with him. That doesn't happen. End quote. <laughs> yeah, if you get your ass whooped, one, the sandwich was still, like, pristine. It was still in the, the plastic bag. If you watch the police body cam footage, not damaged at all. So the dude got his ass whipped, had bleach poured on him, had a shoelace put around his head that he called a noose, and his sandwich didn't get damaged anywhere in the proceeds. Yeah, something's not right there. Oh. The thing I don't get, I wrote down some notes today because, uh, it was sentencing day, right? And you got 150 days in jail. Uh, I just don't, when is he going to admit that he lied? He's still playing this up like it really happened, like he did nothing wrong. <laughs> it, it, everything. That he has, he had claimed, has been proven a lie. Even like the CNN, MSNBC, all the celebrities that were out there crying like this Ellen Page, Haley, like this Ellen Page person. I don't know who the hell Ellen Page is, but she was on uh, Stephen Colbert carrying on that this has to stop. It, 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 yes, hate. Ha 
Hate crimes have no place in this world. But you know what needed to stop in this case? Lying. Dude need to stop lying. I saw a photograph of him today being taken into custody to serve his 150 days. And he's holding up his fist, the black power symbol. I'm cool with black power. I like the, the fist and the whole thing, but I think it's really cool. Solidarity and everything. But, dude, you lied. You created a huge... Haley! Had to yell at my dog, sorry. Uh, come lay down. Hold on, I gotta arrange the dog here. You lay on your pillow and go to sleep. I know I left a plate out for you to lick and now I'm regretting it. Lay down. Lay. You were the mo most like disobedient, incoherent. No, lay down. Lay. Lay. All right, there you go. You're lucky you're cute. What? Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go play. Go get your toys and play. Either go to sleep or go play with your toys. <laughs> no. Go play. Um, all right, you're going to sleep. Good. All right. <laughs> now that I've argued with my dog. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess oh, oh, oh boy, Jesse, Juicy, whatever the frick his name is, yelled at the judge. I, I mean, why? Why is he yelling at anyone? He broke the law, and he freaking knows it. It's ridiculous. It's just ignorance on top of ignorance. You lied, Juicy. So C, C, uh, CBS Chicago uh, article here. Let's read a little bit about what happened at the Cook County Court. Uh, former Empire star Juicy Smollier was called a charlatan for being pretending to be the victim of a hate crime at Cook County by a Cook County judge on Thursday. 150 days in jail. Judge James Lynn sentenced Smollier to 30 months probation and said he will be required to spend the first 150 days in jail beginning immediately. He also ordered Smollier to pay $120,000 in restitution to the city and fined him $25,000. He will be eligible for... Um, for day for day credit while in jail so he could be released after 75 days Smollier shouted I'm I am innocent I am not suicidal what what you're not innocent you're guilty Stevie Wonder can see that shit and, and what what's suicidal why who brought up that he was suicidal. What an ass. If I did this, then it means 
I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBT community. Smollett told the judge from the defense table after he was sentenced, Your Honor, I respect you. I respect the jury. But I did not do this. Okay, homeboy. Bro. Brah. Broham. Dog. Yo. My friend. The dudes that beat you up. Pretended to beat you up. Told on you. You wrote them a check. <laughs> to... Uh, as payment for carrying out the crime. <laughs> um, the police spent hours and hours looking for videotape footage from uh, security cameras of businesses and the apartment and everywhere to see if, you know, everywhere between Subway and his apartment they had a security camera, they checked it to find the footage of this dude getting assaulted by white guys in Make America Great Again caps. And they couldn't find it. Alright? There's a preponderance of evidence that you lied. And for a very short amount of time, you created a stink in this country of racial division. I love America. I love black people. White people, we can be a pain in the ass. I love pe all people. Okay, I'm being a little douchey, but I love we're all God's people. I don't want us divided on race, income, sexual orientation, gender, and there are only two genders, people. Get over yourselves. But I don't want us divided. I don't care if you're trans. If you're trans, I will respect you. If you're gay, I will respect you. If you're Muslim, if, you're, if you worship Satan, if you're my brother in Christ, if you're my Jewish brother, I will respect you as a human being. But this dickhead created division and to get attention for himself because it's so cool it's so popular it's so fun and slap happy to be a be a victim he, this dickhead thought this was going to make his career better like he was going to become more famous ain't I, I ain't never watched no show empire i don't watch this garbage Nobody knew who this fool was until he, he committed this this hoax. Dude, you gotta admit you were you lied. Admit you're a piece of trash and you did this for attention. Cause that's all this was. Just a widow guy seeking attention. Like who like Hugh Hefner. Only gay. Gonna break your break broke and come back here in one second. Talk about the Governor Whitmer kidnapping alleged plot. I said that 
I said that like Master Yoda for a reason. Because I think there's some Jedi and Sith mind games playing here. Way right back in that. some John Mellencamp his music's like so like rock and roll but country like down home he's a he's a rock star he never wanted to be no pop singer he never wanted to sing no pop song but he's, he's rock and roll mixed with a little with like country vibe country lyrics down home music you can relate to like the late great John Denver um so, show, this, uh, plot, alleged plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. God only knows how it will go. Uh, I think the feds are going to find these guys guilty one way or the other. And it's, but I think it was a setup. Um, there were a lot of people in Michigan very upset at Governor Whitmer. To give you some background on this, okay? Uh, there were, you know, death threats, which are totally inappropriate. You don't need to hurt or kill uh, a public official because you disagree with him. You just vote him out of office. Um... So the FBI started looking into uh, these death threats, threats of kidnapping, etc., etc. Now, there's a version of the story that I don't know if we will get to hear in court. It could be overruled as hearsay uh, if the defendants try to, or the defense tries to tell this version of the story. Uh, obviously, the, the FBI was recording this on tape. Will will the full, unedited, unredacted, unedited versions of the recordings be released? Will they be heard in court? Or will the government say, well, you just need to hear the important parts? Will the prosecution, which is the government, okay, will they say, well, you don't need to hear the whole conversation. You just need to hear what's important or what we decide is important for you to hear. Because I've read and seen and heard in many places that These guys, the, the alleged conspirators, were sitting around drinking beers, probably talking on Facebook. Let's go get that broad. Let's kick her out of her. I don't know how they talk. But, you know, they, they wanted to uh, get rid of Governor Whitmer by hook or by crook. The FBI provocateurs honed in on these guys and said, 
Well, you should kidnap her. They pretended, they didn't say, hey, we're the FBI, go kidnap the governor. They pretended to be uh, radicals themselves. And they were going to infiltrate some little radical group of friends that wanted to kidnap the governor. Uh, but from what I have heard, these guys never said they wanted to kidnap her. They said they didn't like her. They said they wanted to get rid of her. Uh, maybe they went a little further than that. But when the FBI provocateurs pretending to be radical right-wingers said, well, you guys should kidnap her, the uh, accused conspirators said, uh, no, that, that, that's not, no, that, we, we don't want to do that. We just want to get her out, out of the governor's office. We don't want to kidnap her. We don't want to hurt her. We just want to get rid of her. <laughs> we just want her out of office. And the FBI provocateurs pushed them uh, until they said, well, okay, if you, you know, want us to kidnap her, I guess we could. And that's how this whole thing happened. Now the guys that were sitting around drinking beer, talking politics, are getting, getting reamed by the FBI. And I don't think you're going to hear that that variation of the story and again kidnapping and hurting people is bad but so is the FBI setting people up framing people so suspects in Whitmer kidnapping plot arrested over quote real quote, real concern end quote they might obtain explosives. So these, the FBI thinks they wanted to blow the governor up? Federal agent testified that the four men involved in the attempted kidnapping plot, there's a difference in a, an attempt and a plot. Plot, it means you're planning it. Attempted means you actually tried it. So those two really don't go long in the same sentence. Anyways, the attempted kidnapping plot of Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, Democrat, were arrested over a real concern they might obtain explosives. FBI agent Todd Rainick. R-E-I-N-E-C-K. Todd Rainick, during the first day of the trial on Thursday, shared some social media posts from the suspects uh, prior to any contact from FBI agents and informants. So they were uh, on the social media, in the chat rooms, on the message boards in the Facebook groups wherever and they saw these guys are pissed off and talking shit all right that's we, we got you know you 
you gotta watch for these things these days. Rannick also said authorities arrested the four individuals in fall 2020 due to the fear of them obtaining real live explosives for their kidnapping plot according to the AP Associated Press. Christopher Gibbons, attorney for one of the four suspects, questioned Rainick about paying the informants in cash rewards, vetting them for undercover work and the choice of electronic devices they used. So here you go. The FBI was maybe trying to recruit these guys to be informants. They paid them cash for information. Um, Renick, Renick, pardon me, responded by implying that Gibbons' client, Adam Fox, also participated in legal protests. Well, what's wrong with that? They didn't burn anything down. They didn't hurt anyone. Le they participated in legal protests at the state capitol before taking part in the kidnapping plot. Again, were they acting on their own in the kidnapping plot, or were they being agged on by this Rainick and other FBI provocateurs? This comes as the prosecutors allege the four men, Fox, Barry Croft, Daniel Harris, and Brandon uh, Caserta, plotted the kidnapping of Whitmer over frustration of statewide uh, pandemic restrictions. They planned to snatch her from her vacation home and blow up a nearby bridge to slow authorities' response to the incident. The suspect's attorney said during opening statements Wednesday, the federal agents tricked their clients into participating in a kidnapping plot. So there you go. And there there has to be there have to be, you know, conversations and social media posts and I would imagine the FBI was recording this like on uh, audio or video. However, Assistant U.S. Attorney Jonathan Roth said in court that the evidence in the case will prove the prosecutor, or pardon me, prove the suspect's desire to commit violence regardless of the informants being involved, adding the men were willing and eager to commit their kidnapping attempt. So we'll see what the evidence shows and what evidence is allowed in court. The blood is in the water. The defense attorney said, my clients were duped. My clients were set up. Uh, that They were agged on by the FBI provocateurs and they were paid cash uh, and stuff like that. Um, 
there's another news outlet here looks like it's a, a local affiliate um, there <laughs> this is kind of funny the headline is stone crater having a Biden moment sorry crazy stoned talk trial and Whitmer kidnapping plot begins so I guess the assertion is these guys were stoned and just talking nonsense. Uh, Wednesday morning opening statements began with the prosecutors laying out their case and each defense attorney able to lay out their strategy. Um, Fox's attorney uh, called his client a broke misfit who says crazy things to sound cool. A lot of people say stupid shit that they never go through with. But again, you shouldn't even think or talk about stuff like this. Croft's attorney said his client's claims and plans to overthrow the government were crazy stoned talk. But all four have focused their defense on blaming the government. So their, defense, their defense is, hey, our clients are stoners, and they talk a good game, but they don't do anything. And the government provocateurs uh, <clears throat> pro provoked them into saying a lot of crazy, stupid things while they were stoned. I mean, it makes sense in a way. Um, now, talking a bunch of nonsense while you're high or drunk or both is not illegal. No matter how stupid and ignorant the nonsense is, however, if you carry out your nonsense, you are still responsible, whether you're high, drunk, whatever, um, for example, when I was a kid, kidlet, there was a murder and it actually took place. Okay. I live in an area where people own land for no reason other than it's been passed down to their family for generations. And some people own like hundreds of acres that they just don't want to part with and they just don't part with. <laughs> uh, and sometimes people don't know that it's private property. So some drunks got drunk, <laughs> went on to uh, my friend's property, well, his family's property, and they killed someone. And their excuse was, well, we were drunk out of our minds. We, we, we didn't know any better. We, yeah, we did it. Yeah, we planned it. But, you know, it, it really because we, we were drunk. And the judge said, no, you're still responsible for your actions. So, had they gone through with this, and let's say they were stoned when they were committing this terrible act, they would still be responsible for their actions. However... Are you responsible 
for saying a bunch of stupid things, period. High, sober, or not. Okay, high or sober, are you, can you go to jail for conspiring? How far did they conspire? Did they buy the explosives or did they just talk about it? Did they buy, I don't know, whatever, what do you use to kidnap somebody? Did they, you know, make plans and like say buy guns, buy I don't know, what do you kidnap people with? A, a white van? Did they go out and buy a white kidnapper van? I don't know. No offense to anyone that's ever been kidnapped by a, a creeper in a white van, but I'm just saying that's the stereotype. You know, how far did this go? If this was just a bunch of bullshit talk between a bunch of high stoners uh, on social media, it's really not a crime. You can say all the stupid shit you want. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, it's not politically correct. It's not nice to say that you can talk about being a moron. And you can even talk about hurting other people. But as long as it's talk, it's not a crime. At least I don't think it is. So, we'll see. We'll see, you know, who the jury believes. And we'll see how deep into this they went. Because I haven't seen anything where it says, you know, they were doing anything more than talking. A little less talk. A little less talk and no action, thank God. So, that is that. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Let us see you And have a good night. A good day. A good morning. And happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs>